0: 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show with not Doug Ray this morning. This is Garrett Ray helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. With me is Bryce Payne. And this morning, we are talking about two subjects, getting back to basics, understanding income planning. And in the second segment, four ways the Secure Act 2.0 might impact you in 2023. How you doing, Bryce? Doing all right. Garrett, how are you? Doing okay. Uh, we finally know what the uh, two teams for our Super Bowl are going to be uh, looking like as we get into the next couple of weeks. What are your thoughts on some of that? This is Super Bowl 57, right? I think that's right. 57.
1: I believe it's 57. Okay. So... Uh, I made the right pick with the Chiefs. I made the wrong pick with the uh, with the Eagles. I'd pick the 49ers to go. Yeah, uh, but of course they just had an absolute meltdown with their quarterbacks. <laughs> so you, yeah. if you're, you're rudderless, you're not going to get to your destination. Right. So uh, Eagles, power to them. Chiefs, power to them. That uh, Bengals Chiefs game was really good. It was the really two, good. Two future yep. Hall of Fame quarterbacks, I suspect there. Yep. And uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pulling for the Chiefs because okay. I'm an, I'm an yep. AFC guy for the most part, except when it comes to the Panthers. So I'll be pulling for the Chiefs, but uh, that's an uphill battle. I think the yeah. Eagles are really, really strong right now, and yeah. Mahomes is still not a hundred percent. So
0: I would agree. The, the one thing I would say is that, yeah, I got some of those games wrong as well. Um, but if we're just going by chalk, the best two teams made it, so they both had fourteen wins apiece, right? The Eagles and and the Chiefs respectively. So, so yeah. the two number one. So so far we're we're going chalk here. All right, Bryce. Well, let's go and get into Well, wait a
1: minute. Who's, your, who's going to be your pick for the win?
0: Oh, for the Super Bowl. Ah.
1: I told you. I told you I think it's going to be the Eagles.
0: I think I, – I still like – the fan of me really wants Mahomes right. to, to do it. So it's just I, – I think – yeah, the best team probably looks like the Eagles, just most well-rounded. Mahomes is a little bit hurt. My, my heart's blown for Mahomes. And the
1: yeah, chief, so we're so. in the same boat. Yeah. We're in the same yeah, boat. Same okay, boat. Yeah. very good. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our uh, the Wealth Guardian Service salute here to all the men and women out there listening and your families uh, who put on the uniform for the good old Stars and Stripes. Garrett, Doug, and I, of course, want to give you that figurative uh, salute and thank you from the bottom of our hearts for serving uh, the United States in all her glory. And uh, we know it's not always easy. There's times you want to be home with your family and you don't always get to do that. And uh, you're just always hearing our thoughts. And so thank you for your service. And Garrett, uh, to you and your dad, thank you for your service in the Navy as well. And um, all right.
0: Well, thank you, Bryce. I appreciate that. And what are we talking about here? This is the first segment. All right, getting back to basics and understanding income planning, specifically in retirement. You know, Bryce, it's been said, if you don't have an income plan, you really don't have a retirement plan. Let's tackle that mentality on this episode and see, is that true? What do we need to explore? A lot of retirees and pre-retirees don't understand the importance of an income plan as they're preparing for retirement, nor they have no idea how to properly construct one. So what are your thoughts on some of this? Do you agree with the sentiment that it's not about having a retirement plan it's about, or you don't have a retirement plan if you don't have an income plan once you're in retirement. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I would agree that you don't have a a well-rounded one. You, mm. You're like any any piece of machinery, any car, you want it to be operating on all cylinders. And if you've got a quote-unquote retirement plan that really hasn't figured out what your sources of income are or what your distribution is going to look like year to years. Is it coming out of IRAs? Is it coming out of Roths? Is it coming out of non-qualifieds? Are you doing IRA to Roth conversions? If that's not a part of your retirement plan, yeah. uh, then you don't have a vehicle that's operating on all cylinders. So it, it may still get you to your destination in the end, but it's going to... You won't know that until you're actually at the end. And why not have a, a, a well-tuned automobile or I mean, yeah. a well-tuned uh, financial plan that includes an income plan in retirement? Yeah. A well-rounded retirement plan is going to include distribution planning, like I said. It's going to include a plan for Social Security filing,
0: Absolutely. Uh, a yeah.
1: plan for tax mitigation strategies, risk mitigation strategies. Perhaps if you own your own business, you've got to have a business succession plan in place so mm-hmm. that— that whoever that business is going to, if it's going to a loved one, that they're not uh, incurring undue uh, tax burdens with yep. that inheritance. Yep. So there's a lot of things that go into a well-rounded retirement plan. Income planning is one of them.
0: Yeah, you know, we have the privilege of, of being able to talk to approximately you know 75 households a, a year in this business. And one of the things that, that I see that's, that's pretty common is, I would say when it comes to retirement planning, a lot of people get the first part right. And what I mean by that is, you know, Bryce, I've been saving 10% or more of my income per year for the past 35 years. I, I'm pretty proud, honestly, of what I've done. I feel like I've saved well. I've got this 401k that's pretty sizable, maybe an IRA or two. And they feel good about that. Then when they have to shift gears and say, oh man, what, how do I actually draw off of this money in a smart and sound way? That's when they get a little bit tripped up. Yep. And that's when a financial planner on your side can really be a benefit. So we see this all the time. It's a very common feeling to have of, gee, what's my next step? I know I've got these accounts that are built up, and I'm proud of them. Now what do I do? How do I plan my next 20, hopefully 30 years of retirement when I'm living off of these investments now?
1: And you just, Garrett, you just brought up a key point that differentiates – a, a investment advisor from a financial planner. Yes, an investment advisor is going to, like a financial planner, will tell you how your assets should be allocated, what kind of risk you should be taking at this particular time. But an investment advisor very likely is gonna get tripped up when it comes to talking about a distribution plan or yeah. an income plan. A financial planner won't. They're trained for that, like we are here at The Wealth Guardians. I would agree. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians. And in this first segment, Garrett and I are talking about understanding income planning and there's a lot of various factors that go into income planning and we want to make sure that you out there understand how complex sometimes that can be and who could be in your corner to help you do that. So, Garrett, we just talked about income planning. What's the next one we want to talk about?
0: Yeah, so, Bryce, you know, I guess I have a question for you. When, when we are first meeting with an individual or a couple, you know, what percentage would you say had a true income plan on that first meeting with us? They've thought it through. They've analyzed kind of their their monthly what the, how many dollars they have coming in per month what they're spending per month and have put some sort of thought around okay now that I'm going to, going to retire the job how do I actually keep that paycheck and how do I spend appropriately if that
1: question includes them forecasting what amount of money they're going to take from their IRAs what amount of money they're mm. going to take from their Roths every year. Um, what amount they might take from their non-qualified accounts so that they are not accidentally kicking themselves up from the 24% tax bracket to the 35% tax yeah. bracket yeah. the answer to that question would be 0 almost zero yeah zero 0% of the people yeah. do that if if we if we take that part out and we say okay how many had how many of the clients who come to us already have a um, a proper income plan and we're not including that mm-hmm. then i would say maybe 2% Yep. But if you are, if we're including that aspect of it, which is a key aspect, zero, there's a, there's, there's <laughs> certain agree. software tools that you need to be able to project ahead year by year to figure out what tax bracket you're going to be in so that, you know, Hey, this year I want to take a hundred percent of my assets from my IRA because I haven't turned on social security yet. Yep. But as soon as I turn on social security, that's more taxable income. Then I want to start dipping into my Roth accounts as well to a certain degree. Nobody Mm -hmm. comes to us with with that. You have to have software to do that. And that's software that the average person is just not going to have available to them or that they even is aware that it exists.
0: Yeah. And and I guess I would add on to that. Even if you had someone who was very meticulous and put a lot of thought behind this, what is the harm in kind of doing a validation check and saying, okay, I thought I had this really good plan going into retirement. Let me talk to a financial planner who has some sophisticated software that can essentially double check my work. And, you know if we sit down with that person or couple and they've got a, a a decent plan to start with maybe we can give them a nugget or two of information that they didn't consider that can only enhance that plan. Absolutely, That's the way I look at it. That's
1: absolutely right. You might have 99% of it done, but again, it's like a car operating on all cylinders. You don't want to just be operating on 99% of the cylinders. You want to be operating on 100%. (laughs) So if you think, if if, if what I said out there, that 0% of the people who come to us have really created a proper income plan for themselves in retirement, and you're out there listening to Garrett and myself saying, now, wait a second, Bryce Garrett, I think I did a pretty darn good job here (laughs) with this. I'm going to hold you to, I'm going to take that challenge by all means. Yeah, let's do it. Give us a call 336-391-3409. I'm going to give you that number again because I I want you to call us and and, uh, and accept our challenge. <laughs> 336-391-3409. If you're not a big fan of the phone, then you can pick up the internet and uh, dial in to thewealthguardians.com and you can uh, uh, set for an appointment with this is normally a four-meeting process to go from start to finish to evaluate what retirement plan you might have already put together, see what recommendations we can make to improve that, analyze your fees, your risk, your costs, everything that you're doing with your retirement plan. How can we improve that a little bit? What tweaks can we make or just complete overhaul could we make to improve your retirement scenario? There is no cost or obligation to sit down with us. Other than your time of sitting in through the four meetings. And in the end, you're going to get a nice bound binder that includes about 11 reports that shows you how to get from point A to point B in retirement, uh, paying Uncle Sam as little in taxes, paying as little in fees. So I encourage you to come in and sit down with us and let's see if you are that 0.001% who actually did do everything right themselves. We will tell you that we will sit here and say, whatever you've done, we can't improve on it one bit. And uh, keep staying the course, and we will pay tribute to you at our next radio show. There we go. And we'll be honest with you. We honestly will. There is once in a while somebody that will say, you and your advisor have done a bang up job on your retirement. There's nothing that we can see that we can improve on. We'll hand it back to you. If you are happy with your advisor, no need to make a change. I agree. All right. Garrett, uh, that is all the time we've got for the first segment here. Mm -hmm. So uh, you got a trivia question for me?
0: I do. So you know, I'm a history buff. You like history. This show will air February 4th. So I want to play on this day in history with you. All right, very good.
1: It's time for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week.
0: So you've got three options, option A, B, and C. One of them is true, and it actually did help happen on February 4th in one year. And I'm going to name the three significant historical events. Option A, In February 4th, 1957... The USSR launches Sputnik, kicking off space wars between the United States and USSR. B, on February 4th, 1961, John F. Kennedy delivers his famous Ask Not What Your Country Can Do For You, Ask What You Can Do For Your Country speech. Or option C, on February 4th, 1789, the first electoral college elects George Washington as president and John Adams as vice president. We'll see if Bryce gets it right when we come back from the break.
1: Wow. Those are going to be some tough ones. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Stick around for the answer to that trivia question on the other side of the short break. I suspect Garrett will be giving you the answer. It won't be me. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show's The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with not Doug Ray this week, but Garrett Ray, and in the second segment this morning, we are continuing our conversation about understanding income planning. Now, Garrett asked me a trivia question. Before we get to the answer of that trivia question, I have two quick questions for you. A. Are you looking forward to your retirement? Two. Two. Do you want to make sure that you are making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Well, if you answered yes to those questions, and I certainly hope you did, then Garrett and I have great news for you. We here at The Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second opinion slash review of your retirement plan. And this includes a deep analysis of your assets, your investment portfolio, insurance policies, income needs, risk tolerance, risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and the fees you are currently paying. In short, everything. Our goal is simple. We want to help you lower your fees, align your risk, and improve your overall retirement picture so you can learn how to retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball is in your court. You have to give us a call. Our phone number is easy. It's 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. 3409, please, by all means, give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. Remember, the markets are not gonna wait for you. Okay, let's go ahead and embarrass the price here and get to that trivia question. <laughs> Garrett, you asked a humdinger of one this week.
0: All right, so for those who may have missed it in the first segment, we are doing on this day in history. So the day of airing of the show will be February fourth, twenty twenty three. I'm going to list three historical events that are pretty significant. Only one of them actually occurred on February 4th in any given year, and it is Bryce's job to pick the right one. So, A, in February 4th in 1957, the USSR launches Sputnik kicking off the space wars between Russia and the United States. B, February 4th, 1961, John F. Kennedy delivers his famous Ask Not What Your Country Can Do For You, Ask What You Can Do For Your Country speech. Or is it option C? February 4th, 1789, the first U.S. Electoral College elects George Washington as president and John Adams as vice president. Which one is it, Bryce?
1: Boy, howdy! Those probably all happened around February seventh, eighth, sixth, something like that. <laughs> You're just trying to get me to come down to the day. I really don't Actually, know. Actually, not true. Not true. I, I, <laughs> I, I will say I'm going to go with the uh, George Washington, John Adams. Oh, look at you!
0: Good job, man. Oh boy! Excellent. That, that. is true. On February fourth, seventeen eighty nine, the first U.S. Electoral College did elect George Washington and John Adams. As president and vice president, respectfully. Even well, even a broken clock. A uh, little, bit, little <laughs> bit different than the way it's done now. It's the only one that was appointed actually in February. So typically we do that now in modern times in December is when that's – and that's why the president gets inaugurated in January. And
1: a lot of people don't realize this, but back then in the early elections, you did not elect a – a ticket that had the president and the vice president on no. it. Whoever came in first was the president. Who ever came in second yeah. was the <laughs> vice president, regardless yes. of party affiliation or anything like that. So there's once in a while you had a vice president from one, a president from one party, and a vice president from another party yes. that uh, did not see eye to eye on things. Yes, so we've uh, smoothed that process out a little bit <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> in other other ways, maybe it's still kind of uh, raggedy. Anyway, well, hey, how about yay for me? There you go. Good
0: job, Bryce. Well, good
1: question. Good question. All right. So we're going to we're gonna keep on here with uh, understanding income planning, moving, uh, just continuing on from what we were talking about in our first segment. And yep. Garrett, what well, we're building off of that. So what was the last question we talked about in the first segment?
0: Yeah. So talking about income planning as we enter retirement or maybe just before retirement, Bryce, you had mentioned a pretty interesting statistic in that first segment. And you had told me that. You know, over the years of you've been doing this, you, you said two percent or less of people, when they initially start that financial planning process, have what you would consider a whole, like a well-rounded whole financial plan, income planning, and retirement. Why do you think so many people, when they start this process, are unprepared in that area of their retirement?
1: Because the short answer is because it's complicated. It's extremely mm. complicated. There are a lot of moving parts to a retirement plan, yep. and. People don't really realize that because from age 20-something to age 60-something, they have been in the wealth accumulation phase of life, and that is a much more simple stage yep. of the retirement planning. All you're doing is putting aside as much as you can for retirement, taking advantage yep. of the uh, of the employer match. Maybe you have an IRA open and a Roth open. Uh, you're either contributing pre-tax dollars or after-tax dollars or maybe some non-tax dollars to your retirement. Yep. That's the wealth accumulation phase of life. Mm -hmm. And the only taxes that you've been involved with are earned income and maybe some short-term and long-term capital gains if you have a non-qualified account out there that you're doing some buying and selling in. Those are the only tax brackets that you're familiar with. Once you are taking distributions, meaning retirement from your retirement accounts— And you're filing for Social Security. There's a lot more tax brackets involved for various things. And you're now probably much more familiar with long-term and short-term capital gains. So there's a lot of moving parts. And if you don't have a professional on your side helping you out with this, the task is daunting. And so you're thinking, I have no idea about how to devise a... um, income or a distribution plan for my retirement plan. I've just spent my last 40 years saving for retirement. Yep. So it's a it's a new facet for a lot of people and it's complicated. So that that is the long answer for why why yep. more people haven't
0: The done only it, thing right. the only thing I would kind of also add to that and I think you're spot on with what you said as far as the complication of it all. It is complicated and it, and it's difficult to kind of sit down and be honest with yourself of what you're spending each and every month on because there's, there's a lot of things and it's dynamic and life happens. I also think there's a psychological element there to it. And what I mean by that is it's exciting to watch your portfolio grow as your career is growing and life events happen and, and you kind of feel good about, yeah, I have worked 25, 30 years for this thing and I'm proud of it. Now you are, are going to start drawing off of your investments by design, by the way, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel as good when you start to see that number start to go down, if that's the case. That's
1: an outstanding point. And,
0: and, and people kind of, they don't want to necessarily think about that, even though that was the very purpose they started investing 20, 25, 30 years ago. So that's just interesting how that would work.
1: That's an, that's an outstanding point. And the things that you've got to consider <clears> that a lot of people just don't, you don't need to necessarily have a budget created while you're working because right. you're, you're making hopefully more money than what you're spending. But in retirement, you're going to have to have a budget ready to go. You're yep. going to have to identify a retirement date and then translate that into how many years does that make me that I'm going to be retired? In mm-hmm. other words, how many years does my money have to last me? What are my legacy goals? How do I want to get money to my loved ones in the least tax consequential way as possible? There's a lot of different ways to file for Social Security. A lot of people assume that they're just going to file for Social Security on the day that they retire.
0: Yes. Not We, run, case. we run into that a lot. Just because you retire from a job does not mean that that's when you turn on Social Security necessarily. Right. There's so many different ways to file. Right. But you're
1: absolutely right. It's a psychological piece to it that – I'm scared of facing the fact that I'm going to have to start drawing down from my investments and and see that go in reverse, them going down in value as opposed to going up in value, what I've watched for the last 40 years. I'm going to put blinders on and just hope that I don't have to face that music someday. It's okay. That's what you saved it for. Let's just make sure it lasts you as long as they can. Great point.
0: Yep. And so this is going to dovetail my, my, my next question for you, Bryce, is, Okay, we've talked about, hey, this is complicated. There can be a psychological hurdle that we all kind of need to kind of face the music, as you put so eloquently. What steps do we take with folks to help them with this process? And, and how do we help people put together an effective retirement income plan?
1: I kind of touched on this, but what the steps that we take is we sit down with you, uh, over a four meeting process and in the first meeting that's what we call the discovery meeting we are learning everything that we need to about you that's going to include what retirement looks like for you what hurdles have you identified this is going to keep yeah. retirement looking like that for you because you're going to help us out you you might have already identified some hurdles that uh, lots,
0: lots of time people already know what the elephant in the room is you know they know that they've got to replace their roof or they've got you know, we we talked to a client the other day. He's uh, you know gonna and good on him. Going to help his daughter get married, and that's a big expense he has right. coming up. How can we work with that? So we, we see all things. names. So
1: that's right. So uh, during that four meeting process, that first one, the the um, discovery meeting, we're going to ask you just about every question that you would have thought of, and a lot more. Mm. So once we've gathered that information, including uh, information about your current assets we're going to go into the second meeting having run about four different analyses. There's a risk analysis, there is a fee analysis, there's a risk tolerance analysis, and a fund analysis, and a social security analysis, all done in that second meeting. And basically, that's like us taking a 360 uh, degree walk around of your current situation to see what cracks in that foundation we might have identified. Mm -hmm. That sets us up for the third meeting, because once we identify those cracks, we can now figure out what steps need to be taken to repair those cracks foundation. And then in that third meeting, we are going into what our recommendations are. And we're going to see how our recommendations improve your 20, 30, 40-year outlook in retirement. How did we improve that scenario? Was it by $10,000 at age 90, your net worth? (laughs) Was it by $200,000 or more? And then we're going to go a deep dive into what our uh, recommendations actually are. And we're going to do a side-by-side comparison of a fee analysis and a risk analysis. We did that in the second meeting on your current portfolio. In the third meeting, we're going to do that on our recommendations.
0: Keep ourselves honest. There
1: we go. And then we're going to give you a bunch of information to take home with you on our recommendations so that you can read a lot more into it. And then our fourth meeting, come back and we want to answer every question that you have about our plan, why we made those recommendations, how they improve it, and allow you to run some what ifs on our software saying you know what Bryce i told you that i want to retire at age 65 i see that i make it very easily if i retire at 65 what if i retire at 63 yeah. let's run that what if scenario and see if that's still a doable thing or that my wife works part time or that i file for social security later we can run all those what ifs and in the end hopefully you will have learned a lot of information about your retirement and information about how it helps to have a financial planner and your corner with Mm. you. And honestly, we do this for free, no cost or obligation, but in the end, we hope that you will become a client. And quite honestly, about 80% of the time, somebody who goes through this process does end up becoming a client. And that's just, uh, what we consider the cost of doing business. And, um, you know, one of the other things out there that's a the cost of doing business is eventually these 30-minute uh, radio <laughs> shows come to an end. And, Garrett, we're yeah. running out of time here. So did Wrapping I miss anything?
0: No, you didn't. You hit it spot on.
1: All right. Well, if any of that sounds good to you and you'd like to sit down with Garrett and uh, Doug and myself, give us a call at 336 391 nine. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have this week. We hope that the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB.